Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Disney podcast. I am your host, Corey G, and I got my wife with me, Kel. Say hi to everybody, babe. Hello, everybody. I was a little delayed on that. Did you not know I was going to tell you to say hello to everybody? I said it as soon as you said it. Maybe delayed it's on delayed on my end in what you're saying, Maybe. like the recording. Yeah, now you're starting to break up. We've been talking for five minutes and we've had no issue. Now you're starting to break up a little bit. All right. So just as everybody is aware, we're not recording next to each other in the basement. You are in the car at a practice waiting for a kid. I am at home in the basement. So if the audio is a little funky, we apologize. But I'm also using this as an opportunity to test some production stuff. Because as I've been listening back to prepare for the end of year episodes, I haven't been super happy with the quality of production. I'm trying to figure out ways to beef that up a little bit. So, uh, for those handful of people that listen religiously, it's we're working on getting it better. But in this episode, we are working on saving you money. That's right. It's been a while since we have done an episode on how to save money for your Disney trip. So we thought it would be a good idea as we gear up for our trip to review some of the strategies that we use to save money. Um, we're, we won't go through, I'm, I'm trying not to recap some of the stuff we did the first time we did this episode. I'm trying to sprinkle in a couple of new things. Um, so I, I have a, an opening section that's just quick hitters that I think we went through. The first time we did this episode, which if I remember correctly, was back in 2022. Yeah, uh, early 2022. I think it was like April of 2022. We did an episode on saving money. So it's been more than a year. And so that was why I wanted to revisit it. Um, some of the quick hitter things that, that you'll hear a lot, you'll see water is free. You can go to any park and ask for a cup of water. We have a much better strategy than that, than standing in line to get a free cup of water. Uh, don't get photo pass. Photo pass is $170 for your length of stay. Um, but Even any more now, they just raised the prices. Oh, really? What is it now? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me that. I feel like it's one, it went up by like $10 or $20. Okay. So it's like $189. It's just yeah. shy of 200 bucks. Just budget $200 for it and you'll be fine um, because you can actually go up to anybody at the photo pass thing, hand them your phone and they'll take a picture uh, with your phone uh, at no charge. The only thing is you don't have the magic shots, which I, I don't I don't think we ever actually use the magic. Like we never put a magic shot on a Christmas card. We've never printed a magic shot. It's not on the website. Like, we don't do anything with those magic shots. I definitely have used them when I've made our, like, photo books of our vacations. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. But that's but that's pretty much the only time. So you could skip photo pass, save yourself 200 bucks. Big, easy ticket item that you can cross off the list. Skipping park hoppers. We are not fans of park hoppers. I think it's a waste of money. Um especially depending on how long you're staying. If you're there more than four days, you do not need park hoppers. So save yourself the money on that. Renting DVC points. We've done tons of episodes on how much you save. If you rent DVC points, it allows you to stay. 
at a deluxe resort at a moderate price. Splitting meals, which I think is a great one, um, uh, but it, you know, you'll see it everywhere. There's no need for everybody to order a meal. We go to Sleepy Hollow. There's four of us. We do not get four of those Nutella waffles. Um, like two is enough. Everybody has like a half of a waffle and we're good to go. Those things are gigantic and super filling. Yeah. And I think the splitting meals thing really depends on if you're talking more about quick service versus table service. Right. Um, if you're doing the dining plan, they get a little bit yeah. picky about the meal splitting stuff. Um, but yes, there certainly are ways, particularly if you're doing quick service, to split meals and have some money savings there. Yeah, right. Like you go to Casey's Corner in Magic Kingdom, you don't need to get four French fries, right? right. Get two fries and split the fries. Like there's there's little things that you can do absolutely that will help you. Um, and then get stuff before you go there, stuff like ponchos, autograph books, pins, um, those little things that you can do ahead of time. Souvenirs, you can get cheap souvenirs for little kids. I remember when the kids were really little, we did glow sticks. We bought, I bought a bunch of glow sticks at BJ's. So at night, if they're at a parade and they want something to wave around, instead of paying $25 for a Mickey thing that's going to break in two hours, just bring one of those batteries, buy batteries. Because if you buy one of those cheap Mickey things, somehow their AA batteries only last two hours. And then you have to pay $12 for batteries. So bring AA batteries just in case. Um, so now we'll get into some of the other um, not so quick hitter ones that we're going to kind of go a little bit more in depth on. And this is one that we're doing for the first time for this trip. Maybe you want to tell people what we're doing, what, what we were supposed to be doing that we haven't been very diligent about. <laughs> we haven't been great about it, but um, so you can buy Disney gift cards in a lot of different places. You can buy the Target or Walmart, or whatever. But some of the um, like big box store places, like a Costco or a BJ's, will sell the gift cards for slightly less than face value of the gift card. So we bought a hundred and fifty dollars worth of gift cards. We paid $144 for it. Right. Not a huge savings, but we kind of, for us, because we are big users of credit card points and cashing in those points for, you know, additional travel perks and things like that, we kind of, we're hitting it twice as far as getting the benefit. Because when we're in Disney and we're buying our food and things like that, we're going to use our credit card to get our points. But this time we're buying the gift cards, using the credit card, getting the points, but we're also then getting more gift card and then we paid cash for. Um, so we're, we're double dipping on the value there. And the beautiful thing is, if you've got multiple gift cards, you don't need to travel with 15 different gift cards. You can load the value of all of your gift cards onto just one card so that you're only having to worry about carrying that one card. Right. Uh, another thing that I was going to say uh, you cut out a little bit there and you were saying that you can load the gift cards on the one gift card so you're not carrying a bunch just in case folks lost you there the other benefit that i like to this strategy 
is it spreads out your expenses. So if anybody listens to this uh, podcast, they know we plan eight, 10, 11 months in advance. So with this strategy, every month that you got like an extra 150 bucks, you can run out, buy a gift card. That money is spent. It's a little bit of extra money as opposed to going to Disney for a week paying with the credit card for everything and then getting home and having that great big bill where it's like, oh shit, sticker shock. It's 1500 bucks that we just spent on a week's worth of food. This allows you to spread it out and sort of pay a little bit at a time, which I'm a huge fan of. You're not, you're not with me on that. No, I am. I agree. You're just repeating kind of the same things that I said. So no, I, absolutely. I think, you know, it it allows you to spread out your cost, but it also allows you to say, I mean, it's, you know, it's saving you five or six bucks here, five or six bucks there. But if you're doing it over the course of 10 months, you know, you just saved yourself $50. Right. Yeah. 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 You saved yourself, you saved yourself a good chunk of change. Plus you spread out that expense so that you're not paying it all the time. You know what? Speaking of credit cards, I'm going to jump right into this. Please don't charge your vacation. If you want to save money on your vacation, if you're listening to this because you're trying to save $50 a whack on your vacation, please don't charge it and pay the 18% interest that your credit card has, even if you only carry it for a month. That is an outrageous amount of money to carry. So please, for the love of God, do not charge your Disney vacation at 18%. That is $900 that you would be paying. In addition, if you put your vacation on your credit card and let the juice run for one month, please don't do that. Well, you know, I appreciate your financial advice, but we want to make sure we're sticking to like, how to save money while because not everybody has that ability and we get that but you know if you can definitely try not to but if you absolutely have to here's the other ways that we can try to help you no 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 i'm gonna dave ramsey you here and i'm gonna say if you have to pay for your vacation on a credit card do not go don't go we're not financial advisors we're just giving people advice on disney and I, I'm telling you, don't go. Find a different vacation. That's what I'm telling you. That's going to save you $900. That's not, we're not talking about $5 on a gift card. Anyway, don't charge your vacation, whatever you do. If you are charging it because you're using the points and then you're paying it immediately, good for you. Great strategy. Good idea. Keep doing it. You can also get 5% at Target. There used to be a, a loophole in Target where you get 5% and then another 10% but they've since closed that. So if you use, if you have a target card, you get a 5% discount. So you can do Costco, BJ's, Sam's Club, Target. All of these places have that offer that you were mentioning, babe, where you save a little bit on a set dollar amount for a gift card. Uh, So Mm -hmm. this was one tip that I, it's a, I, I don't know why I didn't realize that it was such a, a money saver going during the week. 
Well, yeah, I mean, and it's not just necessarily during the week. If you have flexibility at all, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go into the um the the ticket calendar right. because every day is a different price. So you if you have flexibility, you can definitely go in and look at where are the prices a little bit less. You know, if you've got the whole summer, you can go anywhere from the, you know, third week of June through the second week of August, like check through the entire summer at the different prices and find the week or the days that have the lowest price. Yeah, I was just surprised that Monday through Friday ticket prices for the parks is what what I was looking at were were so much less than the weekends. Well, yeah, because you have the locals that'll come on the weekend. Yeah. And yeah. they'll pay. So Yeah, so you know, I I thought that was a that was a really wise strategy that I kind of picked up on. Um uh going back to credit cards, I'm sorry, I'm jumping around in the notes. Use your credit card points. Remember back in the day, babe, we used to take our credit card points and cash them in for money. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a what what rookies we were, right? Uh, we but were again, getting... I think it also depends on your particular credit card and what your perks are. Right. Yes. But at the time, our our credit card was giving us a penny for every dollar that we spent, and then we were just kind of cashing it in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas. Uh, your your credit card, if you convert it to miles or flights or something like that, sometimes they'll give you 13 cents. And I mean, uh, yeah, it's like 13 cents instead of uh, uh, 10 cents or 15 cents. You know, they'll give you more money. And it's a good way to um, get a little bit more for your credit card points. So take a look at that. We I would not recommend going cash because... Um, they're, they're better ways to use your points. So even if it's booking a hotel that's not necessarily a Disney hotel, you can use your credit card points um, reward system to, to get some pretty good savings in your travels. Right. And you can, a lot of the like Disney Springs area hotels will be available through your credit card points. So yeah. you can cash in that way, be kind of still within the Disney bubble, but not necessarily at the really pricey end of the you know disney resorts yeah well based on a situation that we have going on we're we're actually looking at the hilton orlando lake buena vista disney springs area Mm -hmm. uh for a 195 dollars a night yep at christmas yeah yeah i mean that's 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 not that's not a bad rate whatsoever you can't i mean you're gonna pay 200 bucks for a decent hotel no matter where you go Right. And it's a four star hotel. It's not like it's somewhere that you're settling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those those uh, options are out there and you could probably use Hilton points for it or Marriott points or your credit card points. So look at some of those options that are out there for you. Uh, yep. This next one is um, a new perk. Not not really a new perk, but it's a perk they're bringing back. And neither one of us had actually heard of it until we started doing research for this show. And that was the bounce back. Uh, before your trip ends. Yeah, I'm. this is definitely new to me, but, and it's interesting that it's new to me because I am that person that when I leave Disney, I need to know what the date is for my next Disney trip. Mm-mm. That's not true. That's actually not true. That used to be the case. And now we actually have to have the next trip planned before we go to the trip that we're on. 
Yeah, yeah. No, we're actually like two trips out now at it's this point. It's the same thing. I, when I leave, I know. I know my date of when I'm coming back. Oh, yeah. Before you go, you know your next date that you're coming back, which okay. I will say is is kind of helpful because that's what we did this year for our Christmas one. And so when we went, we were like, well, you know what? You got to tough it out. You got to wait in line for Tron. You got to pay extra for Guardians because we know when we come back in December, those things are going to be crazy. Um, mm-hmm. So that was a good thing. So, but let's get back into the bounce back. So what exactly is the bounce back off? Um, so when you check out, um, the bounce back allows you to like book your next trip within seven days after you've checked out from your most recent reservation and there's a discount included. I'm not sure exactly what the discount is though. So what you do is you call down to the hotel that you're staying in. And you ask them what their bounce back offer is. Okay. Um, and it can be, it, it ranges from based on, you know, the time of year that you want to bounce back to, right? Because obviously if you're trying to bounce back at Christmas the, of the following year, there may not be as strong of a discount. Um, but you can get a hotel discount anywhere between 25 and 35% off um, if you call for your bounce back. So. Okay. Again, this isn't a strategy we knew much about, but we are 100% going to check into when we go down at Christmas time, sort of report back to folks and let them know how it goes. Because as you mentioned, we rent our, uh, we rent points for David's vacation. Mm -hmm. So we don't know if we get bounce back offers. I did it only because like David's vacation or the, the DVC owner is the one making the money off of us, not Disney. So my guess is it only works if you've booked directly through Disney because they won't be able to make the money. Right. But we're going to find out. We're going to do a little research and find out and see what, um, what it looks like and you know, how, how steep a discount it might be. I think I would be interested to call them and see if we might be able to do something for like our anniversary, like a, like a quick trip for our anniversary because our anniversary is in the middle of the week. Um, and it would be well, a couple we're already of days. Going. <laughs> we are? We're already booked for our anniversary. Oh, yeah, that's right. We are. <laughs> we can pick another long weekend. That's fine. Oh, yeah. All right. Anyway, um, another, t- here's another, here's my favorite tip of all, of all of the tips, because it's not one that you see in a lot of places. Ask for help. Ask people that are agents or book a lot, hey, you got any tips or tricks on how to save money? I don't understand people that book Disney vacations in a bubble and don't ask anybody questions, especially people that you know that have some knowledge and some foresight because they can tell you a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. They can give you... um, you know, hey, you know, make sure you you use this discount code or ask about this. They can tell you when promotions might be coming up because um, of one of the websites that you use a lot, a lot, uh, Mouse Savers. Mm-hmm. They um they have a calendar out of when they're anticipating 
2024 promotions to drop. So you might be like, oh, yeah, you know what? I, we, we think we're going to go in the summer. And you mention it to somebody like, like you and you say, oh, you know, two weeks later, they're doing the free dining plan. Like if you have any flexibility whatsoever, if you move your date two weeks, you could opt into the free dining plan. Like little things like that. If you tell people who are in the know, they may be able to help you save money just in a quick conversation. Yep. Um, so that that one uh, I, that one is a pet peeve of mine because I, I just don't understand why more folks don't like you know we we give out our email address at the end of every podcast and I don't understand why more people aren't just like hey quick question for you we're thinking about going here do you know of any discounts just, that's it just just ask what does it hurt to ask um, so yeah I, I highly recommend that uh, it doesn't have to be us could be anybody not everybody needs a resort mug. We fight this one all the time. Mm. Well, no, I, I don't think we've, I think we've fallen into this trap before because mm. we didn't know any better. Yeah. But no, I mean, the resort mug really, it's not, it's not worth it for every single guest. No. So if you're not familiar, if you're staying on Disney property, they have these fancy little resort mugs, which are great souvenirs. Our cupboard is full of Disney mugs. Yep. <laughs> Right. from every trip we've ever gone on uh, and it's like $20 for the mug the trick to the mug is you can only fill it at Disney resorts right so like you get free refills free fountain refills but only if you're at a resort so you can't bring the mug to the park and when you're at lunch at a quick service, hand them your mug and be like, hey, can you fill this up with some Coke, please? Because they won't. It's a cross. Con I don't understand why it's a cross contamination issue when you're in the park, but it's not a cross contamination issue when you're in a resort. Uh, COVID, COVID spread differently. Yeah. COVID doesn't do the um the resort, uh, the cross contamination at the, at the resorts. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> that was, it's the strangest thing, but. But that was, that was even a pre COVID thing. I will yes. give them that. That was a pre COVID thing. Um, but yes, you can. So you cannot bring this mug to the resort. You can't even bring it to the park. And I mean, you can bring it to the resort. You can't bring it to a park. You can't even ask them to put ice water in your resort mug. They won't even put ice water in it. They'll put it in a plastic cup and then you can put it in your resort mug. Um, Which and, and I, mug the lid on the mug will leak if you don't have it like in a cup holder or standing upright completely. So it's not even like it's super convenient to carry it in your park bag or something filled with water. It will leak out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely will a hundred percent. Here's what I can. Here's where I would recommend a resort mug. One, if you're a coffee drinker, if mm -hmm. you know you're gonna drink coffee. Every morning that you're at the hotel, I would get the mug. If you're there more than four days, pretty much, it balances out that it's worth it. If you drink more than one cup of coffee a day, you're golden. It'll pay for itself. Yep. The second time I would recommend it is if you have a teenager. Right, because right? they drink a lot of soda. I mean, they drink a lot of anything. They drink a lot of anything that's free. Um, and if the kids are going down by the pool or whatever, it's, they can just grab the mug. Not, not every teenager needs a mug. Um, but, it, but again, get one and they can pour it into other cups and share it. Like, 
uh, but not everybody in your party needs a month. I would recommend if you got four people, get two mugs. Simple as that. You got mm -hmm. six people, get three mugs. Half is probably all you need. You're not, you don't, you don't, you're not. No, I here. agree. I agree. I'm sorry. I was nodding and I forgot that I have my camera off and you can't oh. see me. Um, and, and no, people I can't agree. see you either. And, shut up. And no, um, I, I would even argue for us. I, I don't even know that every trip that we get to at this point, but probably right. because we have a cupboard full. I mean, if you're going and there's a special event happening, like if you're going for Christmas, because sometimes they have more than one design. Yep. So you might want to get two as that like keepsake because you get one of each design. Or, you know, when we went at Halloween time, we got a not so scary Halloween mug. And when we were just there, in the spring, we got the 100th anniversary mug. Um, so you can get different designs just as a keepsake. So if there's more than one that you want. Um, but yeah, I definitely would say you do not need more than like one for half your party. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So this is another interesting one that I always wondered about. Watch the ever moving prices. So if you've ever been to Disney, you know that they don't put prices on individual items. What they do is they put colored stickers, green, mm -hmm. purple, orange, whatever, on prices. And then there's a card that tells you green stickered items cost this much. Purple stickered items cost this much. Mm -hmm. That is so they can change the prices and not have to worry about the individual item. They just pull the old card out, put the new card in with the prices, and bam, they charge you more money. I've never really paid attention to, like, what the general price range is for, you know, a silver sticker versus an orange sticker to, like, compare if from one trip to the next the price different, like, the range is is significantly different that's something i would have to kind of keep an eye on to pay attention to no here's where they do it babe ponchos in the rain <laughs> that's when they get you so when it's sunny and there's no chance of rain that poncho is a purple sticker that's 19 dollars. it starts raining anything that's purple is now 50 dollars so did you, like fact check this? I I I'm I what do I need to fact check it for? Why would you put that's the whole point to putting the stickers, the prices in one place so that you can take the card out, put the new it's genius. But like I, I've never in all the times we've been there seen them running around like in a frenzy trying to change out the price cards when it starts raining. Because we bring ponchos. Yeah, I don't know. I think you might be uh you might I'm be you. stretching on this one. I'm telling but you. I agree. Yes, it is an interesting way for them to be able to swap prices, but I do not think that they change them within a day. Yes, they a hundred percent do based on volume and yeah, demand. Yeah, it's basic economics. All right, here's another one that I found uh that I really, really liked. Um, only because you know how I am with the car and the items that I have to have in the car all the uh -huh. time, not just Disney. 
or just vacations, just like on Tuesday when I go to soccer, like yes. what I have to have in the vehicle. Yes. So this somebody's sounds like, a little... oh, I need a piece of masking tape and a stick of gum. You're like, hold on, I got it in my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely have. I don't have masking tape, but I definitely have neon duct tape and gum in the car. Yes, hundred percent. Um, so this one it sounds a little counterintuitive because it's actually telling you to shell out money and pay for preferred parking when you drive to the park. So what happens is when you go to Animal Hollywood or Epcot, you you actually drive to the park. Mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom is separate. You have to drive to a lot. Then you have to take the boat or the or the trolley, the the tram or the monorail. But at the other three parks, there's a parking lot that you drive to. You park the car. When you get to the parking lot, you can pay for preferred parking, which leaves you closer to the entrance so that you don't have to take there's a literally a parking lot trolley that they run it's a bunch of golf carts tied together mm-hmm. um that they run because the parking lot is so huge mm-hmm. so you park very close to the front and i love this strategy because then it allows you and your family to take a break for the day like you can pack the car up with everything you need go to the car at lunchtime the car put the air conditioning on right everybody can get in have snacks they can eat they can have lunch a cooler you can get a pop-up tent i'll 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 like tailgate that bitch i don't care i don't think they allow you to tailgate i want to see somebody stop me from tailgating i'll do it i'll get a george foreman grill out there i'll fire that thing up i'll bring a smoke generator i'll fire it up you can just pack your car up with stuff I love this strategy. It costs a little extra money for the parking spot, but A, for the convenience of not having to walk, I love, and B, having a vehicle right there with everything I need in it, that is glorious. I love that strategy. How much extra do you have to pay for the parking? That's a good question. Well, standard parking is 30 uh, preferred parking can go from 45 to 55 It'll depend on how busy the park is, what that price is for that day. Last two that I have, water and beer, the necessities of life. We talked about water at the front where we said, you know, you can get free ice water at any quick service, but that means you have to get in line and wait for it. You should be bringing bottled water or refillable water bottles. There is no reason why you should have to wait and get a cup of water. You should be carrying water with you, mm-hmm. A, for your health, and B, for uh, for everything else. Like, you should have, uh, we, our, our favorite strategy is our hotel rooms have refrigerators. I freeze two to three bottles of water, and then I bring two to three bottles of water. So in the morning, we drink the water that's not frozen, it sits right up against the frozen ones. It gets cold enough. It stays cold because they're in the fridge overnight. They stay cold. We drink those. By the time we get to lunch, the ice, the frozen ones are pretty much melted, depending on what time of year it is. You can drink them. It It, it is a godsend. And I don't understand why anybody would do anything different than bringing water to the parks. Right. And you can buy cases if you're using one of our other money saving tips yeah. and buying groceries 
you buy a case of water and you've got your bottles of water and it's so much cheaper. Yes. And then beer, beer is beer is short for beer and alcohol. You can do the same thing. You can use a Drizzly app. You can get beer from Walmart, a grocery store. Hard liquor is a little tougher. You'll have to use like a Drizzly app. But if you're just getting beer or wine, you can get that from Walmart, Amazon. You're in the South. They sell everything at, at Walmart. You can get ammo and beer. Like, it's fine. They'll deliver it to you. Um, so you can get that stuff. You can get that. I'm pretty sure you can get a handgun, too. You can actually get a handgun and they'll deliver I, and it And I wouldn't you. recommend bringing any of those things into a Disney park. <laughs> Just a disclaimer on that. We are not telling anyone to bring any of those right. items into the Disney park. No, no, no. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying it's an option. It's probably a delivery option in the South. Um, so do, do that, right? Have that stuff delivered to your room. Please do not go to the bar and pay $7 for a beer. It's one thing if you're, you know, you're out at the pool and you're like, oh, I'm going to have a pool drink. That's one thing. But if you're having two or three beers, you're ridiculous. If you're buying them from the bar, please don't do that. Or well, the last thing, over what? by the the boardwalk, there's that Speedway gas station that you can walk to. And you can, if you're staying over in that area, you can walk right to the, the Speedway gas station and buy beer. Absolutely, yes. Um, and then the last one is time is money. And what I mean by that is, uh, I see so many people or hear about so many people that are buying individual lightning lanes and um, they are getting genie fast flat pass. They're doing they're making all of these additional purchases instead of saving time or maximizing their time. Whereas if you plan your vacation right it will save you money. You won't need lightning lanes. You won't need the Genie Plus, right? Get your ass up early. Get to the park when the rope drops. Stay late when everybody else leaves. When people are watching fireworks, get in lines. Yes. Mobile order your stuff so that you're not wasting time waiting for food. Make dining reservations so you're not standing and waiting for a table for 45 minutes. Like there are, if you do those things, I would rather wait in line for a ride for 45 minutes than wait for a dining reservation for 45 minutes. Like it's just small things like that where you save time by save and, and it saves you money is the uh, a huge uh, tip that people really have to understand. Time can be money. Oh, absolutely. Especially even like we said, if you're looking at the calendar to see when's the cheapest time to go. Yep. And chances are, if they're not charging as much money, it's because it's a slower time. Which because like Christmas is the most expensive time to go because they know that everybody and their brother wants to go at Christmas time, so you're not you're gonna spend more and be able to experience less. Yeah. If you yeah. use if you use the the calendar to see when you can go for a more um, affordable rate, chances are you're also going to be able to experience more while you're there. Right. 
And, and again, you know, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about um, when we were talking about, hey, make sure you talk to people um, because, you know, there are, there, are, there are windows that you don't realize are um, opportunities to save money, right? They've, so let me just give you a perfect example. Somebody calls you and says, hey, I think we're going to plan a trip for August 8th through the 15th. What do you think? What's the first thing you would say to them? Wait five days. Right. Why would they wait five days? Explain mm -hmm. to people why you would recommend waiting five days. Because on or around August 13th, the prices drop and it goes from peak to off peak. Yes. Yes. And it will save you hundreds hundred bucks. of dollars on your hotel, on your park tickets, it's just crazy how much money it will save you if you utilize that small strategy. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, that's everything on money saving tips. Let's talk uh, breaking news. What do you got for breaking news? Um, other than the fact that I'm currently sitting in a lightning storm. Yeah. You don't have breaking news. I have breaking news. Catbox Ghost is officially in the Haunted Mansion in Orlando. That's a good one. That, that was breaking that. news this week. Yeah, that is breaking news this week. Mine is even better and hotter than that. Oh, you're going to one-up me. I have one other piece of breaking news. Oh, what do you got? Um, That there are no more not uh, Very Merry Christmas party oh, tickets yes. available it is completely sold out for the remainder of the year okay that's a good one all right um all right so here is my breaking news disney world park hours update you ready yep for the month of december they are extending park hours december 11th 13th and 20th magic kingdom will be open till 10 um uh December 30th and 31st Magic Kingdom will be open till midnight. But they're not keeping Magic Kingdom open late on Christmas as of yet, which is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. No, but on December 4th and December 23rd, Magic will be open till 11 o'clock. Yeah, I feel like the announcement for Christmas and Christmas Eve is coming. Right because now, it just I, says Christmas and Christmas Eve is 9 p.m. Right. There's no way. There's no. I was looking at that the other day, and I was like, there is absolutely no way. Historically, they've stayed open until 11, if not midnight, on those days. So I'm waiting for it. But I feel like we have a park reservation on the 23rd in Magic Kingdom, so that'll be nice. Yep. Um, also, in Epcot, they are extending hours on the 30th and 31st as well. They are going to go from 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. on okay. the 30th and 31st. Um, um, uh, Hollywood Studios is going to be open till midnight on Christmas Eve. Hollywood Studios is still closing at 9 uh, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, not much change there. And uh, same, oh, 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 here we go. Animal Kingdom is closing at 8 p.m. on December 7. Yeah, on December 17th, 18th, and 19th. And then they are 
opening at 8 a.m. a couple of mornings in December, the 3rd, the 4th, 5th, 3rd through the 7th and the 16th. So if you are going in December, as of today, park hours have changed. So you may want to relook at that. Uh, do you know if parks are actually sold out, babe? I haven't gotten um, anything that parks are sold out. I have not seen anything that parks are sold out. No. Okay. So you still uh, you still have to make a reservation. Yes. So if you find out that a park that you weren't going to is now open until later, you may have some flexibility in order in um in 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 regards to changing your park reservation, um, if you wanted to go to a place that's staying open later i will warn you if a park is staying open later that usually means during the day it is so much busier so get into it early get out of it early and get back into it later and stay late use the break in the day tip that we've given everybody for the past two years mm -hmm. no and uh, i just looked um to double check all parks are still available all the way through december Great. Awesome. Um, that's it. I mean, that's that's all of the the breaking news. I think that's it for the episode. Any uh, any other things that you want to say before we let everybody go, babe? Nope, I'm good. All right. Uh, here's our, our regular announcements, right? Like us, share us, review us, click on an episode that you thought was super helpful. Give a five-star rating. Uh, comment in there. Email us questions with an S at readysetdisney.com. If you know when you're going, you're thinking about going, and you just want to know, hey, you got any money-saving tips for this time I'm planning on going? Email us. It doesn't cost you anything. We will be more than happy to respond back to you and give you some uh, insight on what you're looking at planning for your trip. Uh, you can check me out. You know, as always, you can see my date, CoreyGComedy.com, if you want to come out and catch a show. I think I'm in New Hampshire next weekend. Um uh, but yeah, that's it for us. Travel safe. We will talk to you soon.